to another episode of Good Story. We gonna, I see you. I see you. We're, we're going to give you a little background. Let's cut that stuff off. I see you, give man. Give you a little background on that song. So that song, the guest that we have on, he has blood relations to that dude. You know what I'm saying? And he's from out in the Philippines. And, you know, it's a, it's a phenomenal TikTok viral dance. It's called Ting Ting Ting. Ty. Hey. I think it was like ting, ting. There was three tings. Yeah, ting, ting, ting. Ting, ting, ting. All right, so go check that out. You know, and the, and the guy's name is Eric Ty. That kind of gives you a hint of who we have on today. So before we start, let's 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 pay some bills. We'd like to thank our sponsors for the Good Story Podcast. We'd like to thank the people at NutriCost. If you want to get your supplements and all your health and, and vi- vitamins and stuff, you can get on there at NutriCost. It's N-U-T-R-I-C-O-S-T dot com. We also like to thank Bucked Up. Bucked Up, if you want to get your energy drinks, they also do uh, pre-workouts and also protein. So you can go also check out their um, BuckedUp.com or you can do it at Bucked Up on their Instagram IG page. We also like to thank Savage Fish. Savage Fish that's based out of here in Orem. If you go pick up your dinner from 5 to 7, you get 10% off. Oh, wait. Can you say 10 or 20? Hell with that. Get 20% off if you mention good story. So when you walk in and go, I want to order my stuff, order all your poke because they have the best poke in the 801 at Savage Fish. They're located across from the University Mall. I also like to thank Cup, Cup Bop. They're also located here in the Orem um, Mall. You know, and if you see a, a lovely face of a handsome guy that's off a of University Parkway with that billboard, just wave at him. <laughs> What's up, my homie? Shoot, hometown heroes up in that thing. That so off a of University, fire. take take just take a little quick look to the right, and you'll see him. Am I missing anybody else? Oh, sorry. And our boy Mark Comer, and also his his uh, son-in-law Kisa at Kisa Kava, K I S A Kisa Kava, and you can get their their Kava at K I S A. Kava on Instagram and also they have their website there. You can order directly. And if you use the pro, uh, the the promo code of Good Story, you'll get 10% off of your bags. Don't be that Kalapu that run out of Kava because you can't be a Kalapu if you run out of Kava. That sounds familiar. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like it just makes me want to go. You know what I mean? It's, it's like a you can't be called a Kalapu. It's like you can't be a Ferrari if you ain't got the thing. Like if you ain't got that right thing, you can't be Ferraris. Like you can't be a Kava Kalapu and have no Kava. And it's Gava, guys, with the G. Yeah. Gava. That's a Gava. good one. Anyways, straight, what's going on this week? Hey, man, Hobart's not in town. So, you know, Hobart's going, he has some family issues that he's uh, dealing with. Actually, no, he's just going out of town. He's going to Vegas. Spring break. Is that coming up? I don't know, but man, Hobart, hopefully that rash goes away, man. The antibiotics work, <laughs> dude. Guy. Hopefully all that works Leave out for you. Leave my man alone. Hobart, drive safe. If you guys driving, we're thinking about you guys. Yeah, no. Young has got a uh, basketball tournament, his oldest son, so go. just hooping. And so uh, anything you want to talk about before hey, we roll into it? Man, you know who I was excited about who came through? Junior, Junior Miley. Miley. Hey, he came through. Man. Leroy, you got it. That's a good one. 
That was funny. Junior Miley came by to visit, and then Leroy was over here behind the uh, computer. You know, he's like, Junior, put on your headset. We had to do, do a mic check. <laughs> Got him. Rolled it up. Ended up doing an interview with him. So that yeah, was so, good. Man. So he's actually episode 51. <laughs> so this is actually episode 52. And so thank you, Junior. Junior is also singing at my niece's wedding That's tomorrow. Right. So we had to trap him on that too. Oh, counting stars singing. Yeah, you know. man, that's, he, he a hit, bro. That's hot. I mean, he, he hot, fired bro. everybody. You know the worst of that, and I want him to sing the, that Tongan song that because Junior's only half Tongan, so it might be only half good. No, he's good. <laughs> Junior's that's my brother for real. Oh, but boy. June, thank you for coming and gracing us over here because man, he's sitting right where our guest is sitting. Man, and he was he had no idea. Hey, June, throw on that headphones. Let me get to do a sound check real quick. We're on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we got a lot of great guests coming up in the in the summer and in the in the future that we're coming up, but we're excited about our guest here. And we have our token guest. I think Kingsley's gonna lead the guest in our podcast. Like out of the fifty two episodes, he probably been on like forty nine. You know, yeah, like he has well, that's to. good. Because let me just tell you something. All the young people out there, they wanna hear from these guys. They really don't want to hear from us. They wanna oh. hear like what's happening, like, you know. How did your helmet? I mean, anyways, but like we, we, they want to hear about dang things, and so shout out to all of our listeners and all the countries they're at. We just got through talking all the all the guys in like Utah. Obviously, is our big listeners, but Cali, Texas, Hawaii, Alaska. We even got listeners in Massachusetts. Listen, they want to know what's going on with Kingsley, the Kings Collective, everything that's going on with the team. You know, yeah. they he, want to hear everything. His merch is coming out. Everything. You know, everything. We got some some polka dot stuff we're going to put on him and stuff <laughs> with some little paisleys. We're going to bring back the bell bottoms. You know, we're going to make him look hot for the summer, boy, with some tight wife beaters on. And, you know, anyways. So, anyways, we're excited to bring our guest on today. But, I just want to just tell you straight. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Like, you know, are you looking to, like, start anything coming up exciting? Do you see any, like, you know, your Raiders still suck. They lost David Carr. You know, just saying all that stuff. You know, like, the Lakers are – I doubt if our Lakers are going to make it to the playoffs. Got to keep the but, hope, man. Yeah, don't worry. Hey, listen. The Lakers, when I was in L.A. and we got to go see the Lakers game in the box. Seats. There you go bragging again. He went to the box. But he went and Bro, he put on video. That, yeah. You see that? I saw that. That was an experience. That's experience. I, that was an experience. If I ever win the lottery, I would want to buy some of the Lakers, you know, just so I can be a part owner of the Lakers. It was just a different experience, man. But it was good. You, know, you I'm see not, any celebrities? No. No. Man. Nope. But it was good. It was good experience. It was good to be Who did they there. play anyway? Oh, Golden, Golden State. State. Yeah. Yeah. Steph Curry's playing. It was good, man. Steph Curry. <laughs> good. Rubber. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's go and get a little introduction. We've got our one of our elite old linemen out here. Actually, we got two old linemen here, but we got one of our elite old linemen. And one that I'm very high on right now. One that I look forward to expecting a lot of good things to come out from him this season. Last season, he got to marinate for a little bit. Little bit. Right now, he riped. You ripe right now. So let's get in there. Let them all take a bite or you take a bite of this 
this wonderful old lineman. He got he got the size, he got the, the the stature, he got the pedigree, you know, he got all the tools. So let's everybody put our hands together for Mr. Mr. Lisala Tai. <laughs> Not the hand clap. Okay. Okay. I never felt like that before, man. Hey. <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all better let me announce those BYU games if you guys want to get hyped up. (laughs) You know, put your hands in the air. You know, anyways, Lisala, welcome, 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 welcome. So let's just let's start off from the beginning. Sala, you play uh, right tackle, yes, sir, on the O line. Uh, What year are you at BYU? I'm a junior in school, but I'm a redshirt sophomore. Nice. So we got you at least two years. Yeah. Okay, so Salah, how how tall are you, and how much do you weigh? I'm um, six seven and a half because they didn't want to give me six eight, but I weigh three thirty two as of today. You're a good story. We're gonna give you six eight. <laughs> you know, well, round yeah. it up, round it up. You six eight. You know, so I mean, what is a half an inch? I don't know of anybody that plays football with no shoes on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is that? Anyways, oh, that's right. I guess that's right. So you really six nine with shoes on? Shoot, probably. Yeah. You name me an NFL football player that plays football with no shoes. Andre the Giant. That's right. <laughs> but anyways, so Sala, this yes, is your first, second year here at BYU. Yes, sir. Okay, and so tell me, tell me about yourself. Tell me where you're from. Tell me who you represent. No, no, no gang affiliated hey, stuff, hey. you know, but nah, t- me, tell me where you're from. Tell me what high school you went to. You know, all that. How many kids in your family, yeah. like that kind of stuff, so. Give us even your middle name. If it's Keki Okalani, <laughs> let us know what your middle name is. Like, Okay. Go ahead, Zala. Yeah, man. Um, uh, if you wanted to know my middle name, my middle name is Falakiko. Um, but Where does that come from? I don't know. I never asked my mom or dad. But um, I'm originally out of uh, Inglewood, California, uh, born and raised. Inglewood? In the same uh, same same place where Uncle Stones is from, so. Um, but did you ever start home? <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, I grew up over there. I'm the middle child of nine kids. Man. Yeah. Uh, okay. My mom my mom adopted uh, t- three of our cousins. Nice. Uh, growing up, so it was always a big house, big family, and a big a small house. But you know, we always had you know enough for what we needed, so. Was always super grateful for that. I know you had enough because you six eight three hundred <laughs> something pounds. Of course you had enough. Eating so, everything. Hey, Shout man. out to Lisala's family and their parents for providing for those nine kids. Yes, sir. And look at him. He didn't miss a meal. Anyways, <laughs> let's ride. So anyway, so you went. You grew up there. Where'd you go yeah. to high school? I, uh, I went to Hawthorne High. Hawthorne. Okay. Yeah. Same high school I went to. I, with the Hawthorne. I left my senior year though. That maroon color is just like burning in my mind right now. Anyways, Hawthorne. So, yeah. how did you guys do in high school? Our football team wasn't the best. We we weren't even. I wouldn't even say we had a lot of good players, but a lot of players they got recruited from. Go ahead and say it. Yeah. Um, Modern day. Modern, nah. Centennial. We, corona. Uh, whatever. We could get smacked by all. Of them. Yeah. But you know, my my school wasn't. Um, we weren't super good at football, but. You know, we had a lot of good players that, you know, tried to make a way for themselves. So, any, was, any any big players that came? I mean, not big, but I, I'm talking about any famous players went to the NFL from your school? Um, Curtis Conway. Curtis Conway is one of them. Strong is our stat guy. But yeah. The running joke is he never gets his stats right. <laughs> no, Curtis Conway. No, Curtis Conway went to Where did he play? 
Where did he play? Receiver. Play receiver. The Chicago Bears. Did he play at SC too? Played yeah. at SC. Mm. That was back, you know. Back, back in the day, though. Do most Irish. of the Polynesians go to school in Hawthorne? Do I mean that live in like Inglewood, Lennox, Lawndale? Do you guys do they go to Hawthorne High so School? Like that, that's like that's what it was for like like my older siblings and like a lot of the you know Tongan kids and poly kids around. Team Wallace. Hawthorne. He, go? he, went to Hawthorne he too. was Mister Hawthorne because remember he was CIF. Yeah, everything. that's what I'm saying. So. Yeah. A lot of the kids go to Hawthorne, Losinger. There's Losinger, a few that go to Maricosta, yeah. right? Lawndale, you know, yeah. like his little brother went to Lawndale. They won CIF, yeah. right? And um, there's some that's, that go to Inglewood, Morningside. Yeah. But everybody, like, now is kind of, like, branched off. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of the, you know, the parents take their kids to, like, the best programs. So, Bosco. you know, give them the best chance. So Did you play any other sports besides bas- uh, football? I thought I was a basketball player first. Oh. I tried playing basketball. I think he was a basketball player, too. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. be a three hundred pound basketball player. <laughs> I was like two seventy. Oh no, high was, school. I'm talking about this guy right here. Yeah. And no, he could play. He could baby play. Baby Shaq, baby Shaq. I had to break it down to my son and be like, "Yo, man, you can't be a hip hop dancer, yeah. and you can't be a basketball player because there's no six six three hundred pound hip hop dancer, and there's no six six three hundred pound basketball player." So yeah, no, sometimes you you know it's hard for some kids and some parents yeah. to understand that that ain't for you. Yeah, you know. So okay, so you. You're a basketball that. player, soft hands. Mm-hmm. All right, good, good, good feet. You know? Yeah, I, not, not as good as Kings, but, you know, I hold my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not me. Uh, <laughs> it ain't about him, all right? This is about <laughs> you. This is about you, all right? Yeah. So now that you're out of high school, um, yes, the recruiting process started. Mm-hmm. Did you see a lot of colleges come through? I had, like, a, a small like a small number of, of colleges come, like um, – I had offered to San Diego State. Mm. That was like my biggest one. I had a couple of D two schools. Ball State had uh, offered me as well, and I was like totally set on San Diego State because I thought that's where I was going to go. Right, close to home. Yeah, it was close to home. Um, and it was like 2016, so like it, it was big. I I only played back like football just to make my pops proud. Right. Um, I only played my junior and senior year because you know before that I was like I played Pop Warner and I hated it. Like I just. Yeah, I didn't like football, so I kind of let it go. Like my like in the middle of junior high, and then got to high school, and then one day, like my pops was like me and my pops were driving back home. I think it was like my sophomore year. Like I was still trying to play basketball, and then like it's like when the football team like comes out and like they do their little practice, and like our school's like not the nicest, so like you could see like like all the practice fields, like you could see it from the street driving down. So we saw them. And my pops was just staring, and like I, I just saw him staring. So, you know, after, like after seeing that, I just kind of wanted to just give it a try, and then, um, you know, got lucky, and then that's when uh, it's not lucky. <clears throat> that's, yeah. That's so I, I played a little bit, and then uh, T T O came and talked to my parents for a little bit, said that um, BYU was gonna be, you know, they was gonna uh, call my parents to come and uh, visit me and my family, and that's when Kalani first got the job. So. Um, Kalani offered and I committed and signed out of high school from there. Shout out to T.O., man. Yeah. Forget him. Shout out to my man T.O. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, like, we already shouted out Savage Fish. You know, that's, the, that's the picture like the week right after T.O. came. <laughs> oh, crumble butt. <laughs> it was crazy, man. Nah, shout out to my brother T. You know, the thing about T is that he finds those diamonds in the rough. Yeah. And a lot of people may say a lot of things about him, but he was he was the recruit of the recruiters. Yeah. You know, um, anything else, just let that pass. Yeah. But 
that's that's a great story. So mm-hmm. then you decide you're signing with with BYU. Mm-hmm. We obviously know you went on a mission. Yeah. Other things, family issues had, and then the different route that you had to take, and you had to be eligible. So you ended up at Snow. Yeah. And so you're at Ephraim, mm-hmm. land of the turkeys. It ain't Inglewood. It ain't Inglewood. You know. So how was your adjustment there? Because obviously. Somebody had to tell you, hey, we're going to go ahead and, and set you yeah. up over here. And then when you got there, what was your first impression of I didn't Ephraim? know Ephraim was that far from Salt Lake City. I, like, the coach got me good. Like, um, my aunt, uh, shout out to Mom Shalom, she came and uh, picked me up from the airport. Um, it was like, I think it was like January like 3rd of 2020. Um, we started driving. It's like I got, I got into Salt Lake at like 7 p.m. I'm thinking like, oh, it's gonna be like a 30 minute drive, and I'm I'm like already at the school because I never vi- I never took a, like a visit to go look <laughs> at it, and then we start driving right, so we pass, we leave Salt Lake. Got him. Like, I'm kind of like you know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not from Salt Lake, but I'm kind of familiar with like where everybody's yeah. at. So like we we pass that Draper Mountain, I'm like okay, we're like, almost there, we're almost there, <laughs> and then. And then we keep driving, and we pass Provo. I see the Y on the mountain. <laughs> we're almost there. We're bro. almost there. <laughs> Man, and I'm Can telling you, we, we go an hour down, and then I see the first city that I saw off the street was Nephi, and I was like, "Oh, it's probably right here." Nope, we went. We're the, almost there. We're almost there, man. Who it picked, was, was it Sloan and Thuffa? Sloan and Thuffa came and picked me up and took me to school. I only had like I only had two duffel bags full of clothes. That's all I bring. And then we passed those mountains. Like if you like if you drive to Ephraim, you like you know what mountains I'm talking about mm-hmm. out of Nephi. So, and then we drove, and like 30 minutes, then we finally get there. Man, boy, I was, I was, I was. You was hot. Huh? You was ready to like get get you right back to L.A., huh? Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Nah, nah, not that, not he, that. I was like, I just didn't know. Like, yeah, he probably was just thinking, was. why didn't you guys just use a helicopter to drop me <laughs> off? <laughs> Wouldn't that be? Yeah. Couldn't you guys just drive me from a helicopter from L.A.? So that's a big culture shock was, because yeah, you was, haven't. I mean, you haven't been out of Ephraim ever, never. And uh, I know Ephraim not well, but the people. Shout out to all the people out there, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Badgers, man. <laughs> you know, no Badgers. Hey, they, they produce a lot of great ones, bro. They do. You know, a lot man. of great ones. So that's also like BYU's farming school. Yeah. So they used to be Ricks and Snow and Dixie too. Everybody would get their little yeah. players from there. So you were up there. Mm-hmm. That experience happened, and then now you worked your way back to BYU. Yes, sir. So now you're here, mm-hmm. and uh, last year, you know, how did you feel about last year? It was kind of because last year was your first year here. Yeah. Like I, I, I was, I felt just grateful, really grateful, uh, coming in so late, because um, I came in like the like a week after fall camp started, mm. so I was kind of like already behind everybody in terms of like the playbook and um, being in shape. But like people like Kings and you know Joe and Blake and all the boys there, like they they kind of just you know welcomed me with open arms, mm. kind of like trying to show me how things went, like how how they expected us to be and and you know, what what you need to do to be successful as a BYU offensive lineman. So nice. Super and you, grateful for that. And, and you had, like, a lot of people to support you. Now what's different this year since those guys are gone? Blake's gone. Yeah. The Barrington boys are gone. It's just you and King. Yeah. Uh, Joe's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, how is it now? And then you guys also lost a, a brother that you guys consider yeah. a brother. And, you know, he, he had a tragic uh, accident around yeah. Christmas time, so he passed away. And so, you know, how do you – how does this – year become different like how are you guys getting through with all the different changes yeah um i think to me is you can tell that the room is a lot more hungry um 
uh, as as in terms of into you know making a name for themselves. You know, you got you got guys like Kingsley and Connor, like they've played, like, mm. but then everybody else is like, you know, kind of everybody got their their foot in the door. So um, it's just falling down to like who wants it the best, like who wants it the baddest, and yeah, I think that's like kind of the energy that everybody brings every day when we practice and and lift is you know always trying to get better and you know prove a point to you know everybody that we we belong here. So right, I think that's how it is. Now, culturally, um, as an old line, you got a you guys got a great, strong culture. I yeah. think with the toughness that you need to have. But uh, I always tell him, you know, even when he was little, that uh, championship teams are built on alpha dogs. Yeah, and meaning that there's a lot of teams that have a lot of talent, a lot yeah. of teams that have four or five star guys. But these guys have been able to win championships, and I'm talking about high school, yeah. with just a few guys that had a few big offers. Mm-hmm. But the the difference, man, I shouldn't give this secret out. <laughs> probably, because there's well, some schools that, because, you know, there's a lot of schools that I'm not going to say that have a lot of kids with D1 offers. And they'll come in, and these guys will face them and lose. And you can have all the talent in the world, yeah. but I'm telling you guys right now, you got to have one alpha dog that's going to come in there and maybe somebody's got li- got lippy in the in the locker room. Yeah. He gonna get it, but yeah. it stays in the locker room. Right. And yeah. so that person has got to be somebody that doesn't talk it. Mm-hmm. He shows it. Yeah, you know. And sure. so a lot of the a lot of the the teams that you see that have won championships, Michael Jordan, yeah, Kobe Bryant, they're the alpha dog. There yeah. has to be one person that's there that everybody's respected mm-hmm. and will follow. Right. And I think that because it starts up front. The old line's got to find who that guy is, right. but then everybody's got to understand. If there was five of that guy, yeah. we would win championships. Right. And so, you explain that to I explained that to him because as he was little, because I always tell yeah. people, pit bulls breed pit bulls. Right. I'm the pit bull. Right. Pit bulls don't breed poodles. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. regardless of all that, and I, the reason why I'm saying that because your parents are hardworking people. Right. And the culture of a Polynesian family is hard work. And your goal is to what? Take care of your parents. Mm -hmm. So later on, what is your goal? And what's your end game? What what are you looking to accomplish being here at BYU? Shoot. um, Honestly, just, you know, finishing school and, um, you know, if I do get a a chance to go to the next level, take it and run away with it. But, um, you know, somewhere in the future, find somebody and, you know, start a family with and, you know, just keep playing football until I can't no more. You got to want it, yeah. you know. Think of yourself as you're that first rounder. You stood next to Blake Freeland. You you, you just right, you right there. Yeah. You Blake Freeland, but the Tongan version. <laughs> That's how you got to look at it. I'm telling you, Sala. I'm telling you that because I, I mean, I don't know what goes on in his head all the time. Yeah. I just know what comes out of my mouth and hopefully it goes into his head. Whatever he filters out <laughs> and whatever he takes, I'm going to keep saying it, whatever yeah. it is. And that's how positive affirmations work. Right. So you look yourself in the mirror and you tell, I'm going to, I'm a first rounder. Yes, sir. And so everybody that's listening to this, this podcast, the young kids that are in high school, the kids that are in Pop Warner that are kicking around, anything's possible right. because you've seen it. I mean, Panay Sewell, the number seventh pick, he was at Desert Hills. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he goes on and becomes the seventh pick of the NFL. There's so many, there's so many examples. Salah, you that guy. You know what I mean? Yes, the sir. story is great. So don't 
Don't sell yourself short and say, oh, I just want to graduate and get a family. No, your family is generationally, your parents have put you in a situation. The Lord has put you in a situation that you can bless yeah. generations deep. And I think, too, Leroy, is Salah, you have this is the perfect situation for you because you have Kingsley right there next to you. You know what I mean? And you two feed off each other because at the end of the day, Leroy is right, man. You got to look at it as like, I can take care of my family. It's family. And your family's family. But then not just that, though. You're sitting next to him. Mm-hmm. You, What makes you different? I mean, what are the things that makes him different than you? Like, the pattern's been done. There's been people that have done this before him. Yeah. We just talked about him. He was the seventh pick of right. the NFL draft. We hope he's next in line and on onward. But God willing, if he's blessed with that, his motivation to people is I, I sat next to him in the old line room. Yeah. I, I practice and I lift with them the next old line. And then you become the mentor of the next right. Salah, the next Kingsley, the yeah. next, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what we're all about. I was just telling you guys this before we got on air that we're not even a million people on this earth. Right. And the percentages of you guys playing at a power five school and a Polynesian is super, I don't even know what the percentage is, low. Yeah. Then to make it to the NFL, it's even lower. Lower than that. But you guys are, are ripe. Like I told you, you're you're marinating. You're ready to go. Plug yourself in. Motivate you. Look in the mirror when you get up in the morning when you guys run out of coffee and look at yourself and go, <laughs> I am a first rounder. <laughs> That's it. Yes, That's sir. what you got to say. I'm a first rounder because those people started where you were at. Right. And they were at, Blake was where you were at. Panay was where you guys were at. And onward and onward and onward. So I'm just telling you, as part of this podcast, our purpose is to be motivational to the younger guys. And uh, when they see you guys and even people, grown guys like like us and other people, when they see you guys, are like, man, those guys doing it. <laughs> like, that's that's a dream come true. Getting a degree at BYU is hard. Yeah. So when you guys can get that piece of paper, that's that's great and free. I mean, I, you don't want to be doing yate for the rest of your life, right. you know. And so you want to be able to take care of those people. Anyways, I'm rambling. But anyways. Let me ask let me ask Kingsley a question. Kingsley, so last year for the O-line, specifically for you individually, all-American year, right? Didn't allow one sack at the right tackle position. Kingsley, what are some of your your comparisons or what are your feelings about from last year's line to this year's line? What are some of the differences and, you know, some of the things that you like a little bit more this year? Um, I think the biggest thing is like uh, the brotherhood. Mm. Like we had a brotherhood, but there were still some guys that were like, you know, they thought they were better than others, and um, mm. they were just playing just to just for the heck of it because they knew they're either gonna leave or they were gonna go to the draft. Mm. Just worrying about stuff that's not important right now. Um, but this year's line is definitely more hungry, like Sala said. Um, we definitely have a bigger um, and a stronger brotherhood. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. you, but I definitely think so especially being more Polynesians inside the room. Mm. And I'm not saying we're trying to take over the room, but <laughs> but it's definitely um, – um, it brings, like, a, a different dog out of everybody else because yeah. we all feed off of each other. I feed off of Salah. He feeds off me. Yeah. Feed off of Vi, all the younger guys. And they just see us all – how we play is hard and fast, no matter if we go the wrong way or the right way. But it just shows, like, the younger guys, and then everybody just follows us. Man, that's a great answer, Kingsley. I, I personally, me, I think this is like going to be a historic year for BYU, but also for you guys because what you have on the line, like you said, 
we didn't mention like Lapuaho, mm-hmm. Paul, Ma- yeah, Paul, right? Paul, Mila, right? I mean, oh. Vi, yep. right? I mean, but even Connor. Connor, Connor brings that hungriness to it too, and he's a smart yeah. guy. He's a smart guy, you know. Guy. And so for me, you got to have a captain on that that team that that knows what he's talking about. But he's also a great communicator. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you two guys right here, you guys don't say anything, you know. And and it, it's it's Connor that has to be say it. Yeah, he'll say, say it. it. But you two guys show it. Well, let somebody else talk about it, yeah. you know. And that's that's what I do when I go to when I watch practice and stuff, and I'm watching you guys. I always tell myself. Because Kingsley knows this since he was there. I go, don't put your hands on your hips. Oh, yeah. Don't put your hands on your hips. You know, and so I'm watching, you know, looking around, you know, all positions. Yeah. Because practice isn't a place to show that you're tired. Right. That's a place that you're practicing, that you run in full speed no matter what. You can put your hands on your hips on your own workouts yeah. or at home. But, it, man, it, it just it's funny because football and sports relate to life. Mm-hmm. Because how you do one thing is how you do, do all everything. things. And yeah. so when you when I come out there and I'm watching and I'm thinking, man, I just work this many hours and I do all this other stuff, all you guys got to do is run around and hit somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? For you know this amount of time. So as a parent and as a person that's watching your kid out there, so many times I want to walk up to Kingsley and go, do you know what I did today? Do I want to list all the things I did today? And I saw you like, I'm not saying he was, but I'm yeah. saying for me, I'm like, man, I wonder if these kids understand that from leaving the house at seven in the morning to three o'clock in the afternoon, that's I'm talking about your parents. Yeah. Your parents took care of all you kids and made sure food was on the table. Yeah. All you gotta do is take your butt to class, yeah. take your butt to practice. That's it. That's your job. How would your parents love that? Yeah. You know? Yeah, okay, everybody had free lunch in high school and mm-hmm. school and you were that kid that everybody's like <laughs> wearing that same tall tee he was wearing the other day. So what? Now I'm geared up, Mm -hmm. you know, and now you're moving on to the next stage of your life. You served your mission. You understand the gospel. You're ready to take a step into the next life. Mm -hmm. But how are you going to support them? Right. This is your, you're in, you're in the driver's seat right now, Salah. All you got to do is turn the key on and drive that. It's the same thing with everybody listening to us. And it might be all three of us listeners that listen to my mom, you know, all those people. They they know I don't want to be doing this my whole life. Yeah. And I don't want my son to be even though he thinks what I do is nothing and fun, <laughs> but we actually work. Yeah. And so all the the sacrifices your parents made and their parents' parents made that came to this country, mm-hmm. my parents barely spoke English coming to this yeah. country. And so we're unique in that way. So when you guys sit in that, that old line room and you're looking around at everybody and you're looking at their background, ain't nobody came up like y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody. Mm-hmm. So tell the story he could tell, but you guys had lived it and you experienced it. And so anyways, that's my, my five cents. Stray, you want to no. chime in on anything else? I'm just going to put it out there. So Lee Sala's dad and I are first cousins. Mm-hmm. That's how we're related. Because uh, Strong's mom, rest in peace, she's a Thai. Yeah. Yes. So rest you guys are peace. Filipino? Come on. <laughs> Let's play that again. It's only Eric. Oh. Eric served his mission out there, but one day we're going to get Eric on here. But, man, it, I mean, families run deep. I've known Strawn since forever. We're not even going to talk about that. But anyways, back in the day, everything, they were expunged before we left on our mission. But uh, 
Um, we we want to thank everybody for you know tuning in, and Salah and Kingsley, you guys. You got to know that you guys got to play a bigger role and not just in your old line room, but in your families and yes, with sir. the people that you guys meet, because sometimes you guys will walk through life and thinking we're not that we're not that effective in what people are doing. But, man, yeah. how much more effective can you be when you walk up to a little kid and just shake their hand, yeah. give them a high five, you know? So think about those things. Carry that back to you guys, to the, the locker room and to everybody that's back there. What's on your playlist right now, Kingsley? Salah, what you guys listening to? It's conference sure. week. Morbin Tabernacle Choir. Besides the uh, Morbin Tabernacle Choir. What's on your playlist? What you guys listening to? Let them kids know uh, what y'all bumping to. Some Richie Spice. Oh, okay. Okay. A little good, good, little reggae music. What about you, King? Just Craig. That's all. Craig's mine. Craig, oh yeah, representing Young Go just dropped too. He's fire. Oh, he just dropped some. Yeah. Do they have edited music? Oh, never mind. Don't okay. don't look that up. Oh, because <laughs> okay. So tell they me, have this. the radio version. If you I guys think was, they do, you, you guys know other teams. They walk in like Snoop walk into their yeah. their locker room. Who would be the guy that would make you guys go? Oh no, they didn't. Came in. Who would it be? Craig. Who would it be? I know King's gonna say Rod Wave, but Rod would, Wave's good. I like Rod oh, Wave. Oh, you, you you overgrew him. That's Jocene. That's Jocene. <laughs> Man. So who would it be? Like, they walked into you guys' team room and you guys would trip out. Who would it be? Shoot. That's a good question. They're not BYU approved. I know. They. That's what I'm saying. Like, Well, they we had gotta, those guys that did the Millie Wop that came in. They ain't approved, but they cool, the Cosmo did the dance to them. They brought them in. They, oh, they I didn't know the, they did they that. They can do the radio edited version. That's what I said. They, those guys got radio edited. Yeah. yeah. Like y'all, be, I heard you guys playing Ice Cube when we came into the practice the other day. <laughs> they had Tupac on. That oh, was you putting it on. No, it wasn't. Oh. But it was edited. I liked it. But they had Dr. Dre. They they had them all. They was playing it. But yeah. So nobody, huh? Nobody that's edited. Like Rihanna. You guys go. Whoa, Rihanna. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Like, hey yo. <laughs> hey, going into the big, who's their first game against? Who's your first? Get, Sam they got Sam Sam Houston, good, good game. You yeah. Got two home games to start out, and then they head out to Arkansas. Yep. Run that back. Yeah, yep. run that be, back. Y'all better get that. Excited, man. The Big Twelve. How you mm-hmm. feeling about that, Kingsley? Big Twelve. You scared? Never. Never huh? scared. You ain't scared. Never scared. What's that? that, that yeah, nobody song? hit harder Never than my scared. father. This <laughs> guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Hey, you know uh, what? You understand that the only, only one person that you should fear, that's your daddy. Yeah, that's right. And my mom. Yeah, so I'm excited to meet your parents, you know, have them come out. We're trying to do a little parent-player uh, experience with, you know, getting to know and do a yeah. little mingle. Shout out to Fana and Steve Vinny. That's Shout out to my mom's mom and dad. Man. Yeah, and they're still in Inglewood. Yeah. yeah. You think they'll move out this way to Zion? Nah, nah, come on, man. It's my mom. My, my mom says it's too cold over here for. Yeah, that is it true. Is. Well, you make it, and you can find them a, a summer home and a winter home. <laughs> right, right. Be there, yeah, yeah. you know. But so, anyways, anything else, Trey? No, Sala. Any? Want you give you any positive last words before we wrap um, this up? Well, my, I'm just you know super grateful for you know every opportunity that I've been given. Um, I think like. It's kind of crazy just thinking back to how long I've been playing football, but if if there's any advice I'd give is just to never never doubt yourself and never give up on you. 
Um, find something that motivates you, like your family, whether it be your family or, you know, somebody that did pass away. But um, I continue to push myself for my mom and pops and, and my siblings and, you know, the kids and just my whole family. I'm just grateful. That's great. That's great. I mean, and if you ever feel discouraged, think about what your parents are doing today. Right. You know, that's why I always try to show my face at practice when I show up because I want him to look at the tiredness in my eyes. Like, oh, son, retire me. <laughs> you know, even if he's not looking, but I'm trying to like get my face yeah. in the thing. So when he looks at me, I go, <sighs> see that I'm tired. You know, so yeah. if you need motivation. Yeah. Think about what your yeah. parents are doing. Dude. Think about what they're going through mm-hmm. because everybody got struggles. So that's been a great episode of Good Story, but we like to wrap this up. Kings, you got any motivational words? Of course you do. <laughs> um, don't take anything for granted. All right. There's not a lot it. of people out there that are in a position that we're in, hey. um, especially me and Sala. Facts. You know, we play D1 football. Um, we're on a scholarship, so uh, just definitely be grateful for what you have. That's great advice because you really would trade this for your scholarship at Snow, wouldn't you? Huh? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight over here. <laughs> so let's kill it this year, fellas. Yeah, kill man. it. Practice. Every practice, kill. Stay true to the game. Understand this all. Like, thanks, Lisala, Ty, and Kingsley Suomotea for helping us uh, take care of this week's episode. And also my man, Stray. Stray, I, man, I totally forgot to talk about this. What? I was very emotional to watch Guata cut your hair. Oh, now, as yeah. Samoans, we we don't have no idea. But I was watching the live video, and she was crying. I was like, dang, yeah. I'm getting emotional too, but I don't even know why. But right. why didn't you cut more of Salah's hair? <laughs> like, that's she what felt, I was thinking. She felt hey. bad. Hey, I she was, felt bad. I was ready for the whole thing to go, to be honest. I thought it was all going to go. That's what I thought too, but Guata only had the scissors. She yeah. didn't have clippers. But <laughs> what is the – tell us what that is about, Stray. Like – She's the Fahu, meaning what? Yeah. So, so she's the older sister. Well, yeah, but we have, there was already a Fahu there. Right. But um, Lisala's mom wanted to. We got to talk in terms of people that don't know what that means. Like, it's you know, like the oldest sister. Um, in Tongan custom. Yeah, in Tongan custom. Yeah. So whoever's the oldest. So my mom is the Fahu over um, my Lisala, dad's part. His, his dad's, uh, Lisala's dad's family. Right. They're siblings. And so. You know, Fana Lisala's mom was so nice and generous. She just wanted to do it for Kawata, right? right? So there's levels to this. I don't know all the specifics. So no, no. But what is the meaning of? It's just to sh- it's to show their their mourning. Their their mourning, but it's to show their how much love and respect they have for the Fahu that they're willing to like let their cut their kids' hair, right? Mm. And so during the funeral, it's kind of like a ceremony. Right. And so the way they show their humility and love for the family. Nice. Towards the following. So when his mom said, remember, she cut the daughter's hair. Yeah. And another brother? Is that your brother? Yeah, it was my yeah. older sister. And then. Because there's um, somebody after you. Yeah. Both of my older, my younger brothers. Both yeah. the, the brothers. And so she just, you know, she didn't really cut it all off because she was her first time. It was her first experience. Yeah. You know, so she she felt emotional. Because one insensitive guy from the background was going, cut the hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it was taking a little bit, but I was watching it. Because she was crying. I was trying to say, I was too. I was getting emotional because I was like, 
And then you hear what are they doing? Yeah, then you hear some dummy from <laughs> the back going, "Cut the hair!" I'm like, oh my gosh, I already know that strong. Yeah, that was, and that, those are those are some beautiful things of our culture because Lisala's uh, mom found that she knows our culture really well. Our family not so well, right. but his mom knows it. And what she did for her to do that, it showed a lot of love for our family. And my sisters will never forget that experience. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's a, a great was, that's was, a great ex- um, you mean uh, example and analogy of sacrifice because he gave yeah. something to himself right so think about that when you guys are out there busting yeah. heads they gave you gave something to that give something to this team stop looking at my helmet <laughs> but give something to this team you know what i'm saying so yeah. all right guys hey love you guys i want you guys to know that if i see you messing up i will give you a black eye <laughs> so much love to you two guys work hard this the year just started sure. and 80 Eighty-five percent of your, your 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 resume for the NFL and anybody else is during the season. Mm-hmm. Get on there, whatever you got to do. Be hungry. Eat somebody. Always. Yeah. Our people have been cannibalistic before. Eat somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean. Whatever it takes. Bite some ankles. I don't care. Do something. Get in there. <laughs> All right. Let's get that out. Thank you guys for coming out. Let's take us out with our boys and our family from Rose Park. This is my cut. <laughs> Make sure you guys understand that their album just dropped. Roses to the Moon. Shout out to my nephews, Bobby B. And Venom, the Moon Gang. Y'all already know. Are you still here? Are you still up? I need to know what's going on. Has he been cruel? Is he too much? I feel it. Go pick that up. It's streaming on all major platforms. Between fake and what's real Is he playing games While you pay the bills Just tell me I need to know Hey, hey Trying to get back Don't to you, baby Keeping on the racks for you, baby Pick up the slack for you, baby I pay for your time, you be texting me crazy I know I'm zipping them pads for me, baby Won't you make a thing clap?